Wednesday, September 30th, and you're tuned into the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes, our tribe beat writer. Hoynesy, uh, it did not go according to script for the Indians last night at Progressive Field. Shane Bieber, the uh, presumptive favorite to win the AL Cy Young Award, uh, got rocked by the Yankees and their, uh, their powerful lineup. Uh, Garrett Cole dominated the Indians, and in the end, it was a 12-3 victory for New York. Uh, pretty much exactly what you did not want to see happen if you're an Indians fan. Yeah, it was uh, over early. That's a, that's the best thing you can say, Joe. Uh, LeMahieu gets a leadoff single. Judge hits a two-run homer on uh, Beaver's first pitch. They're down 2 nothing to uh, Garrett Cole, and they could have uh, pretty much uh, rolled things up right there because it only got worse. Uh, Cole struck out 13, went seven innings, in two postseason starts against the Indians, he has he's two and zero and has struck out twenty five batters in fourteen innings. That's 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 almost ridiculous. But uh, you know, you, you kind of had the feeling going in that that was something that could happen that that Cole could dominate this game. Uh, he had been worried about the, the the switch hitters at the top of the Indians lineup, but it turned out the top of the Indians lineup, uh, except for Jose Ramirez. Uh, driving in a run, uh, really fell silent. Yeah, I mean, those four switch hitters, Lindor, Hernandez, Ramirez, Santana, they managed two hits. Um, everybody, all three, all three of the four struck, struck out at least once. Ramirez wasn't the only, was, was the only guy who didn't strike out. And they were pretty much a non-factor in the game. It was you know, it just uh, it was it was a dom- domination from from the start. And when once you give Cole a lead like that, you know, you, you're really going to have to work to uh, to get back in the game. And every time they did, you know, if they make it three to one or five to two. Um, you know, the Yankees had, had add another one or two or three runs against Beaver. It was it was Beaver's worst start of the season at the worst time of the season. Right, yeah, exactly the wrong time for your ace to to sort of uh, get the yips, I guess. He, uh, uh, Carl, Carl Willis said he might have come out a little nervous, a little too much energy, too amped up, uh, and wasn't able to locate uh, his his fastball. He didn't get the the Yankees hitters to to bite on a few of his breaking pitches, uh, stuff that he would normally get guys to swing and miss on. We've seen Shane Bieber at his very best uh, this season, and. Uh, Last night, we, we did not see the very best of Shane Bieber. Uh, how did the Indians bounce back from this with uh, basically facing elimination tonight uh, with Carlos Carrasco going against Masahiro Tanaka, uh, another guy with playoff history against the Indians uh, who's, who's had dominant outings in the postseason? Yeah, I mean, Tanaka is a, you know, a, a wily veteran. He, Throws, he pitches at the ankles, and uh, you know that's where he, he'll he'll try to get the Indians to swing. Um, it's a, it's a tough order, Joe, uh, to uh, avoid elimination. Um, can this team do it? Do, have we seen that this team's ability to uh, bounce back after uh, you know a, a tough times? And uh, you know they broke that eight game uh, losing streak. They finished strong, uh, but the postseason's a little different animal, so. You know, they're going to have to get a good start from Carlos Carrasco, um, and they're going to have to get some production. Maybe, maybe Josh Naylor can hit leadoff. 
leadoff, uh, cleanup, uh, fifth, uh, sixth. Yeah, if, if, he, if they could bat him multiple times, maybe. Uh, Josh Naylor, four for four, a triple shy of the cycle in his playoff debut. Uh, the last Indians hitters to uh, put up four, uh, four hits in a playoff game, uh, I believe 2001, Juan Gonzalez and uh, Omar Vizquel doing it both in the same game. Uh, he was one total, uh, one total base shy of Manny Ramirez's club mark in a playoff game. That came in game two of the ALCS in 1995. Uh, so Josh Naylor really had the formula figured out how to beat uh, Garrett Cole. Uh, took him deep, uh, had three hits off of Cole, but uh, nobody else followed. None of his uh, teammates, uh, you know, following along. Yeah, Josh Naylor, I was looking at this. Since, you know, my advice to Josh Naylor is don't keep your uh, light under a bushel basket. You know, come on. <laughs> we, we, since he came, since he get, well, since the Indians got him from uh, San Diego uh, in the uh, uh, Clevenger deal, he had 14 hits. He had 14 mm -hmm. hits last night. He has four in in the in the biggest game of the season. I mean, where has this been? You know, what's you know? It reminded me, uh, Joe. You know, in 2013, uh, when they got beaten in, in the wild card game by Tampa Bay, four to nothing. Lonnie Chisenhall had like four or five straight hits in that game, and uh, you know, so it was a, the hits and you know it was a great performance in a losing effort, and. Uh, Hopefully this, uh, you know, can roll into something for uh, Naylor in the future and uh, he can avoid Lonnie Chisenhall's calf injury. Well, and they, uh, they, they asked, you asked Naylor in the postgame, hey, you know, how'd you figure out uh, how to beat Garrett Cole? And he said, oh, well, I've, I've faced him before. I, I played him in MLB The Show. So, uh, you know, video games might be the answer uh, for, for some of these guys, maybe if they need to, to, to dial up Tanaka and figure out how to, how to face him in uh, Wednesday night's ball game. So this puts the Indians in a, uh, a, you know, an unenviable position. They've lost seven consecutive playoff games uh, dating back to what game three of the 2017 uh, division series against yeah. the, the Yankees. Uh, ironically enough, that's the same game that matched Carlos Carrasco against Masahiro Tanaka at Yankee stadium. The Yankees won that game one to nothing. Uh, after that, uh, of course, they, they lost the next two to the Yankees and then were swept by Houston in 2018. So uh, seven consecutive losses. That's only, uh, what, 10 shy of Minnesota right now for consecutive playoff losses. The Twins are just miserable when they get into the postseason. But uh, the Indians quickly trying to make up ground in that category, it looks like. Yeah, just imagine as bad as Indians fans feel today, uh, how about those Twins fans? 17 straight postseason losses. They thought they drew a, you know, they, they, they saw the light. They walked into the light when they drew a Houston instead of the Yankees. <laughs> but it turns out that that was not the case. But Houston came back and scored three in the ninth to beat them, right, yesterday. Well, I'm, I'm sitting on the couch watching that game with my, uh, my son. He asked me, Dad, who are we rooting for in that game? And I, and I said, the weather. Uh, <laughs> we don't want to see either team win that game because – Obviously, what uh, you know, Houston's hit, uh, playoff history and, and the and, and the Twins, but but there you go. Uh, you know, things not going the way the Indians uh, had hoped after one game in the playoffs, but still one game. You don't have to face Garrett Cole again, so uh, there's hope there. If you can force a game three, you've got Zach Plesac going uh, in that game, and that's uh, you know potential there that he could 
he could have a strong outing. But as of right now, things look pretty bleak. Uh, we did uh, get some responses last night from our uh, subtext uh, subscribers. Here's how subtext works. Uh, Hoynesy and myself will text like three, four times a day, give you the inside scoop and analysis on the Indians, what we're hearing, and give you uh, inside word on what's happening before it, it gets put up on the site or uh, tweeted out by reporters. Uh, we text you big breaking news first, and you can text us directly back and forth, uh, cut through the clutter of Facebook and Twitter and other social media uh, to avoid trolls. Uh, it's the only way to get your questions and comments exclusively heard on the Cleveland Baseball Podcast. Uh, there's a 14-day free trial. You can cancel at any time. All it takes is sending us one text. Uh, you won't be, uh, you won't want to cancel though. It's only $3.99 a month. And here's, uh, you know, how to subscribe. Uh, join subtext.com slash Cleveland Indians or easier just text us at 216-208-4346. Again, that's 216-208-4346. So Hoinsey, let's uh, jump in and, and read some of the uh, the wailing and gnashing of teeth that the, <laughs> that the Indians fans had uh, posted last night. I cannot start the game throwing fastballs to the Yankees. Got to pitch these guys backwards, and Bieber is a master at that. Can't understand the strategy to start the game. Three strikes in a row, all down the middle to Santana. That's terrible. Uh, no reason ever to pitch to Ramirez. I, I guess so. I mean, you know, well, Ramirez has done pretty well, even even with Santana batting behind him. Or uh, so. Um, well, and, and and that's where we're we're getting into. Uh, now in the playoffs, teams are not going – they're going to make Jose Ramirez expand his strike zone. Uh, you know, he's, he's good at putting the ball in play there, but you're not going to see him drive the ball anymore if, if he's not getting pitches to hit. Yeah, and the one, the one uh, texter uh, said, uh, you know, Ramirez – I mean, uh, Santana took three straight fastballs down the middle, but he, he neglected to say they're all at about 95, 96, and 97 miles an hour. I mean – you got the whole package out there in, in Cole. He's not, he's not just kind of tricking people. He, he can overpower you and trick you, and we saw that last night. All right, here's one who says, uh, sorry, this is a choke job by Bieber uh, and likely Sandy. Uh, Bieber should have been out of the game uh, way earlier than he was. I, I don't know, Joe. I, I mean, I think you got to stick with your ace a little bit there. I mean, I know it's a unique situation if you lose, you're in a, you know, elimination situation, but you still got one more game and you, you still have to, uh, do you want to even, and, and, you know, when, what was the score when Beaver left? Um, it was what, five to two seven, or no, yeah, it was seven. six to seven, seven to two, seven to two. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I just think you didn't want to burn your bullpen out and, uh, right. you know, Alomar was able to do that and was able to save his pen. Uh, awful, not to state the obvious, but five will get you 10 that New York has been scouting and charting Bieber for the last month. They did the same scouting job on Lindor and Ramirez last time, and they faced him in the playoffs, scouted them for the last two months of the regular season and shot both of them flat as pancakes in the playoffs. Uh, you can look it up. Hopefully Cookie is on tomorrow and Sandy keeps the bullpen hot and ready. That's baseball. Well, you, the only, you can't, you can't do, you don't have scouts in, in, uh, you can't have scouts in parks. 
You know, it's all, all the scouting by all the teams is done by video. So everyone was in the same boat in, in that regard. Right. And, you know, who knows if the, the Indians advanced scouting department, uh, you know, is just as well equipped as the, the Yankees advanced scouting department. I can't, can't imagine that they have any more or better technology than the Indians do at, at any one given time. Uh, let's take one. They did more. have Matt Blake, though. Maybe that was an edge. Maybe the, you know, the Indians, former minor league uh, pitching guru is now their pitching coach. So maybe that helped out. Well, that's, uh, then that would, that, if that stands to reason, then Carlos Carrasco might have a, have an advantage there on, on Wednesday night because Matt Blake wouldn't have, you know, developed Carlos Carrasco. Carlos Carrasco would have already been developed before Matt Blake got there. Yes. Uh, and let's see, uh, here's a comment about the, uh, the, uh, the broadcast crew, A-Rod just became the first commentator this postseason to say that a pitcher can really spin the ball. They say that so much about the pitchers in the playoffs. Well, uh, that's because nowadays the pitchers really are spinning the ball a lot more, and, and you saw that. Uh, you're going to see that definitely tonight uh, with uh, Tanaka and Carrasco. These are guys that actually pitch backwards from their fastball. Uh, you know, neither of them uses their four-seam as much. Uh, predominantly sliders and splitters from Tanaka, predominantly uh, sliders and change-ups from uh, Carrasco. So, you know, who knows, uh, you know, what what tonight holds in terms of the matchup, but uh, definitely the, the way that the Indians are, are going to attack Tanaka has to be with, uh, with some sort of patience and, and making him get into the strike zone. Yeah, I think so, Joe. They've got to make him bring the ball up, and uh, I think they'll, they should, you know, he's a frustrating pitcher, though. He's a frustrating guy. He, he really can, uh, you know, turn hitters inside out. I'm, I'm more interested to see how uh, Carrasco does. I think, uh, you know, the last two times I've seen him in the postseason against Houston and, uh, and the Yankees, he's pitched well. But the Indians seem to have always have an early hook on him. You know what I'm saying? Five and two-thirds, they, they, they really um, – you know they they're real careful with him in in tight games and tight situations. So I'm I'm, I'm wondering if Stanley kind of lets him go a little bit, or you still got your your full complement of you know kind of the a the a list uh, relievers behind him. So you know if it's a close game, I, that's going to be something to watch. Right, and you know does that have anything to do with his stamina and his uh, his ability to to hold his stuff later into games this year? Uh, that's what we've seen. We've seen him be able to go into the seventh inning yeah. and, and maintain his velocity, maintain his, his ability to throw pitches, uh, you know, and spin the ball. But, you know, if, if history holds, then, yeah, you got to worry about maybe pulling him too early tonight. Yeah, and uh, so, it, it, you know, and, and I think, you know, Joe, we've all, you know, all these questions that, you know, the big questions, the big picture questions always – kind of loom at this time when a team is facing eliminations in the playoffs. What A, you know, what are they going to do with Lindor? B, what <laughs> happens with uh, Terry Francona? You know, what what's the question there? Are we are we looking, you know, will Terry be back next year or, or will the, or will will Sandy get it will will they make the transition to Sandy? How you know, how is Francona's health? So all these questions always come to uh fru not fruition, but they come to the forefront. Uh, at, at times like this. And I think that's what we'll be dealing with, you know, uh, if, if the Indians don't, you know, extend this postseason. Right. If it, if it gets ugly early again, 
you're you're talking about uh, you know the thoughts like you said is this Francisco Lindor's last home game for the Indians is this Carlos Santana's last home game for the Indians uh, Brad Hand and Oliver Perez also guys who uh, are on contracts who, who could be uh, not brought back lat next year uh, and that Cesar all has, Hernandez as well Cesar Hernandez as well uh, those would those those would all be the candidates and the the more likely guys to to not be back next year. But uh, again, you, you don't want to start putting the cart before the horse in terms of uh, thinking they've already lost the game. They, they still have a chance in a in a close one run game. Uh, I still think the Indians might have a chance to win this game if it if it gets out of hand early. Uh, it, it's going to be over real quick. Yeah, and I think you know they're. I think Carrasco's going to pitch well. I thought Bieber was going to pitch well. But Carrasco's been there. You know, I think he's got a lot to prove. I think he's, you know, he's kind of come to terms with his career and what he went through last year. I think that will give him a lot of confidence going into, the, into this game. And uh, the Indians were embarrassed last night. They certainly, they certainly right. have to, you know, that would certainly seem to be a motivating factor to go out there and at least, you know, put up some resistance, at least, you know, defend yourself out there well you thought Bieber would pitch well last night you think Carrasco will pitch well tonight uh I was pretty much certain that Cole was going to pitch well last night that was, yeah yeah that was so was I. <laughs> it was the only certainty was that he was going to do what he did <laughs> and that was exactly it and that you know this Indians offense that we've seen uh for for 60 games this year uh really performed the way that we we pretty much have seen and anticipated it would um that, you know, it, it, who is it who said, you know, we are who, who they think we are. Uh, that's, that's pretty much who the Indians are, that this offense, this season, they, they showed they are who they, we think they are. Uh, yeah, that was uh, the, uh, the Vikings coach, wasn't it? When he Denny was Green. Talking, yeah, about the Bears. Yeah, Denny Green. So, uh, all right, well, uh, one more, uh, you know, poss- potentially one more, maybe two uh, trips to the ballpark for you tonight, uh, Hoynes. Uh, you know, what do you got tonight? What's, what's your prediction? Joe, I picked, I, I thought I picked the Yankees, but I said it was go, we'll go three. So I'm, I'm sticking with that prediction. I think uh, the Indians, even the series tonight, somehow, some way uh, they scratch out a win and uh, they live to die another day. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I think they bring the potential tying run uh, to the plate, either in the eighth or ninth inning. I don't think they get it done against the Yankees bullpen. And uh, I think the season ends tonight in a, in a one or two run game uh, that's going to go to the Yankees. Um, my prediction for tonight. All that's right. a great we, point, Joe, because we were saying what that. Uh, the Indians bullpen didn't yeah, have to burn their arms. Well, guess yeah, who we, else we didn't, didn't have to burn see, their yeah, arms? Yeah, exactly. We haven't we, seen Chapman or <laughs> so. Yeah, all you got to do is say that name and see what happens to the Indians when uh, in the late innings. So, although if you if you in in a playoff situation, if you make Chapman have to go out there and throw a ton of pitches at the end of a the game, then you you got a chance. We saw what happened. It, it was it was at least a, an opportunity uh, after Roger Davis got to him. So, all right, uh, we will be back again. Win, lose, draw, rain or shine. Uh, well, like I said. Uh, you know, there, there might be the possibility of a, of a rainout. Who knows? Maybe that does something. But, uh, you know, we'll be back tomorrow uh, to wrap things up here on the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. 